I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here, Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Ali Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we give our mega church a tiny family feel. We introduce you to members of our church staff, people from our community. It's a treat and a treasure. Well, per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome your friend of mine, Mr. Gray Haas. Talk to the hand. It's the son of man, Hallie. How <laughs> are you? Oh, I am so blessed, my brother in Christ. Oh, well, I am blessed as well. As you can tell, I am tan and tired. You are. Well, I just got back from Florida. I'm not sure if I've mentioned him before, but my friend Clay Clay Mason Mason Bannerman, Bannerman, he is opening a new entrepreneurial project down there. Uh, I'm not sure if, you know, he's just always in doing investments and and, in different types of things. And he has invented an entirely new type of car. A car? Yes, Hallie. Have you ever heard of glass bottom boats? Oh, yeah. Glass bottom boats are cool. You can like see the stingrays swimming underneath the boat and everything. Clay is part of a group that is inventing a glass bottom car. Oh, that is so cool. Isn't that cool? So you can see the road go by and whatever is on the road. I love it. I know. And so we went down for the big ribbon cutting. The dealership Ooh. opened. It's called Glassalalia. And uh, it's going to be great, Hallie. And they did a, a, a prayer hands on a, a hard body contest, oh. which was so fun. You could win one of the glass bottom trucks cars if you kept your prayer hands on it for the longest and uh i i got pretty far hallie i i stayed in there for seven or eight hours but um ended up i got a bit of a cramp in my lat and so i had to drop out unfortunately i just pushed it too hard at that gym a few times that morning and uh but luckily you know uh a young lady won she was 13 i couldn't believe it i was like can't even drive the car yet so Uh that was fun we had a great weekend uh down in west palm beach and you were soaking up the sun and you got 
got the tan to prove it. That is right. So you sound a little uh, under the weather, Hallie. Yeah, I just got a little bit of the sniffles. It's not a big deal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you I, feeling all right? Yeah, it's, it's it's nothing. Probably one of those spring things. I, I went to this big indoor wedding in the chapel here on campus Saturday, and then a few days later, I can't taste anything. I can't smell anything. I'm achy and lethargic. I've got a headache like no other and a fever and a cough and cold and flu-like symptoms. Well, did you take a COVID test? Oh, no. I'm not going to fall for that liberal agenda. It's, oh, okay. it's not COVID. It really, I mean, it does kind of sound like it. Oh, no. Pandemic's over. Oh, it is. I mean, we did it for two years. We did the mess. We did the things. The kids were out of school. We all just collectively decided pandemic's over. Well, that's really good because I'm sure the virus got the memo. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Hallie, you sound terrible. Uh, do you have a tissue? <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Just like Jesus fed the masses, our guest today feeds the masses. It is Mac O'Brien. Hello, y'all. Thanks for having me. It is a pleasure to be here. Wow, what a wonderful time here. <laughs> Mac, Welcome you are you're basically a celebrity around the campus right now because the excitement that is building around the this this unveiling uh of, of the new project that you're a part of is just I would say the tension in the excitement is palpable. Uh tell us a little bit about this the this new project that we have going up at Mana, which is the food court downstairs. Oh, well, I'm I'm so excited to get into it. I think um, um, you know, I have been a part of the corporate team of, of Chick-fil-A, bringing new Chick-fil-A's to different uh, environments, different cities, because, you know, very, very much start in the South, you know, spread like wildfire across our great nation. And um, every place we go to, when we put up that sign, Chick-fil-A coming soon, everyone double takes, you know, they, they look up and they're, and they're like, finally, you get a lot of people, um, you get a lot of people who love God, who love um who love to worship together, uh, but it's not often t uh, that that you get to do it right in the heart of a church. <laughs> and so, uh, this is this we're breaking new ground here today. Awesome! And so we are, we are actually going to have a Chick Fil A here in the Twin Hills campus, isn't that right? Mm -hmm. For people who love God and love white meat. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> white meat so good it almost tastes like dark meat. <laughs> 
Well, that's, <laughs> that's one just thing something I've... we say. <laughs> oh, is it? Is that one of the um, corporate sort of catchphrases? It's it's not official or anything, but we I, we say it, you know when when we we get out there and we we chum it up with the people. <laughs> oh, that is great. <laughs> I mean, it could be a shirt. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, I think the shirts are hilarious. The um the cow that says "Eat more chicken." I mean, I just I don't get it, but I laugh every time. And I the see cow it. can't spell. I know, it's and the so cow can't funny. spell. Is that the joke? Well, he's it, it's sort of deflection. You know, it's okay. uh he is like, "Don't eat me, eat them." You know, if you don't, oh, if you really don't I get see. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, I'd never really gotten that. I just thought it was funny that a cow had a sign. I always thought it was interesting that a chicken joint had a cow for a logo or for an emblem oh, or that, for a mascot. What's it called? It's, it's irony. You know, it's oh, it's yeah. uh, oh, cool. ironic. I'm not in the advertising game here, but it, yeah, they're they're doing um, uh, it's it's about putting it on its head, right? Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which is honestly what Jesus does for us. Mm-hmm. You know, he Amen. just turns our sinful nature um, upside down and redeems us and um, makes us perfect for for God. That's right. And if there's one thing that Christians do right, it's irony and and chicken. Honestly, those oh. are the t- kind mm-hmm. of the top two things. Whatever the world does, the church does it better. Obviously, obviously. And it's been, I, I, you know, recent transplant to this area. And I got to say this church is beyond belief almost. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is extravagant to have a food court, uh, just, just to nourish the bodies as well as the souls in, in this place is Absolutely. incredible. Yeah, well, to have escalators take you up to, you know, the, the higher levels of the auditorium. I mm-hmm. mean, who wants to walk a bunch of steps before they have to, you know, get into some heavy duty praise and worship? <laughs> you're going to, you're going to be, uh, spending those calories in your seat rather than See? walking up those steps. <laughs> that is right. You know, uh, and I did want to ask you, I know you said uh, before you came in here that you actually had transferred mm-hmm. from, from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry that that was, uh, where you had been placed, which must have been a, a really difficult place since they hate Christians there and they also hate meat there. They hate Christians, they hate meat. It felt, um, you know, in, in the division that I'm in, we, we we get it out there. We we share the message, we share the chicken, we share it with the people who uh, we were hoping would respond to it. And they did respond, just not in the way that we were hoping. It was... Um, oh no, what happened? It's not... We, we, we opened up a Chick-fil-A at uh, Fisherman's Wharf Ooh. and... Um, all these, uh, all these tourists around eating bread bowls, clam chowder, that sort of thing. And we thought, you know, maybe, maybe a little chicken would be good in there, you know, yeah. right. <laughs> a little delicious fried chicken. And it was just to, to call it hate fill. Uh, yeah. It was almost like they filled those bread bowls full of hate. Oh. And I just, I just have never experienced anything like it. I imagine, I imagine Chick Fil A will have to wait for the whole west coast that far that far uh that far west is i, I think just a mess you know the west really? is a mess uh-huh. as well. what did they fill the bread bowls with oh it was a lot of there's a lot of seagulls around there and there oh. was like eat, there's they're saying stuff like eat more chicken eat more seagull it was like um i i don't know if it was what they were playing with there but i think it was uh i think we did displace some uh communities with our our store and it made sense that oh. some people could have taken that the wrong way. They didn't understand that we were get, we were making it better by bringing in a, an awesome chicken sandwich. Yeah. Uh, and so a lot of uh, a lot of you know the 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 different vendors in the area were like, I used to sell fish here, and then they would you know they'd fill a bread bowl filled with fish guts and that kind of oh. thing, and they oh, would just suck oh. it. And, oh. uh, and it's just that's about as far away from God as you can get. 
Well, yeah. And I mean, talk about a chicken sandwich that is unbeatable. I don't think mm-hmm. there's another, um, you know, food game out there that's doing chicken sandwiches like Chick-fil-A. And I was just wondering if up there in San Fran, if you got some of those protesters getting all upset about the gay stuff, because like my yeah. kids, my son, Day, and my middle daughter, they both won't eat Chick-fil-A even when I do the drive through. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, have some nuggets. And they say, no, no, because it's anti-gay. And I'm like, there's no way a chicken nugget can be against gay people. Have you ever, have you taught that these people have never even thought about what the chicken would want and the chicken wants to be eaten by by people and uh and i think that that's where we get you know what i think is maybe different from what they think and just simplify it a little bit just what if you just ate the best chicken sandwich you could have right what if you just thought of it that way Talk about putting the chicken before the egg yeah what would what would the chicken want i think that is an important question yeah not be gay well the most amazing part of chick-fil-a which i have always um admired and Hobby Lobby does this too. And I really like it is that you close on Sundays as an example to the rest of the world, Mm -hmm. you know, that, um, that we honor God, even, you know, even when you could make a hundred million dollars on a Sunday selling fried chicken and we could more important to rest. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It has been in some places, uh, it's, it's simpler than others. I would say that one of the challenges of, uh, opening a Chick-fil-A in your beautiful uh, food court, um, is that, the majority of people are here when we are closed. Oh, right. And yeah. so we have not yet, uh, we're, we're kind of pivoting our business strategy a little bit to just kind of figure out exactly what makes the the most sense. Cause, and you're not, you know, church should be on Sunday and we should be closed on Sunday. Uh, those are the two things that I believe about this situation, but I'm, we're getting a lot of people who left a jacket, you know, there's, um, there are people who maybe, uh, came in because they were using the gym, you know, they were doing some aquatic stuff, but those numbers pale in comparison to the, I think 10,000 or so people who come every Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. You would get those 10,000 people if you were open on Sunday, but Mm -hmm. you know what? You got the staff during the week who are, you know, coming up and ordering a sandwich with extra pickles and getting those awesome waffle fries. Um, (laughs) but you know what? Maybe all those 10,000 people who attend on Sundays and see a closed Chick-fil-A in the food court, they're just going to say, well, maybe I need to come back to campus during the week. I I love that. I hope that is true. I mean, <laughs> you know, the first couple uh, weeks of a restaurant really, really shape the uh, the success of it overall. I believe, and um, <laughs> you know, uh, if you're listening, come come uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, find fun things to do. You know, because uh, a, a big, beautiful chicken sandwich that wants to be eaten by you is waiting. <laughs> well, awesome. I thought it was a perfect way. I, I saw you out there in the cow costume before services, mm-hmm. handing out the pamphlets, handing out the coupons. And I think that was just raising awareness. And I did hear a lot of people say, well, I, you know, I'm only here on Sundays. Uh, I don't think I'm going to drive all the way over here because yeah. there, there is a Chick-fil-A, you know, just over in Castleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, that I, I really hope it takes off because you just can't, you can't go back on your, your creed to keep it closed on Sundays yeah. just because you happen to be in a church that's open on, on Sundays. Yeah, that would not be okay because that is definitely what our organization believes. And, you know, um, I'm going to be honest. I bet it all. I bet it all on this one. Oh, you and did. Uh, if if uh, I felt I was praying when I was in San Francisco, I was like, God, get me out of here. Get me the hell out of here with all these people screaming yeah. at me. Yeah. Red Bulls everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, and the, you know, that's when I opened my Instagram, uh, and, and found what I thought at first was, a, I don't know, some sort of GQ ad, um, for a jacket, but it was for the church itself. And, uh, oh, we and are selling like, jackets now. Oh, did you see that? Yeah. Was it for the jacket? The new Steve, the blade new jacket. 
Oh yeah, Steve has come out with a whole new line of clothes. I'm glad you saw that because oh, yeah, the jackets gosh. are amazing. Yeah. That stuff, I mean, it's so it's cool how it's it's basic, but it also feels very um classic, if that makes yes, sense. Totally. Um, yeah, kind of like the chin. It has like little pockets like you could be traveling on a plane with your passport or whatever. It seems like uh it seems like you know what you're doing when you wear that kind of clothing. And I saw that and I thought, this guy knows what he's doing. Maybe I should go to Jake Crew or G you know, get get some kind of, you know, re up what I was doing. And that's when I realized it was a church. Oh, <laughs> and, that's uh, so awesome. I mean, the, they're, the, the clothes are designer. They're made by mm-hmm. a famous designer. And the ar- archetypes of each item of clothing are handmade. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you order one, you get it made in China. But the originals are, are handmade, tailored, and designer quality. Wow. And I mean, you, you drop a couple thousand dollars on a blazer, you know it's going to be good. You I know? love that. I absolutely love that. Now, I don't want to ask too personal a question, but I'm a big fan of the Chick-fil-A special sauce. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, the Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, and I don't, I don't know, know. if don't it's a secret. Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> uh, is it a secret? Do you know well, what's in there? Uh, look, I'll tell you some things it's not, okay? Chick-fil-A special sauce. Tangy. It's almost a barbecue. It's almost a, a mix between buffalo and maybe, you know, like a ranch. Right. And the best uh, of all worlds. You know, I'm, yeah, I, it's not, it's not, well, it is, I, sh- well, can we, uh, can you cut these things if I accidentally said what the, sure. absolutely, okay, absolutely, great. Cause it, it is Buffalo. I think it's Buffalo and Ranch. Um, oh, cool. Wow. Really? I, I oh, really? That's we're, it. We're not, oh, that's okay. Awesome. Wow. Please remember to okay, take we'll it take out. That. Um, okay. We'll take that. Okay. We'll take I could get in trouble. Wow. Cause um, wow. I think it's just Buffalo and Ranch. It's pretty oh, simple. Oh, that's good. Um, Something you could try at home. And then the that's other cool. one, there's, there's two kind of special sauces. There's that one. And then there's one that's just, uh, you know, a honey mustard kind okay. of, and, uh, love a honey mustard. Yeah. That's basically what it is. So. Uh-huh. Well, you know, I like that kind of, um, I mean, it's a fundamental sauce if you think about it. It is what it is. You don't have to do a lot of guessing. It is just right there, plain and simple, buffalo and ranch. It's kind of like the mm-hmm. it's kind of like the Bible. You don't need to read yeah. into it because it just tells you what it is. It's just, you know, it's, it is, it's simple. It's, it's so simple. Uh, and I, I find that when, when I'm making sauces, it's just multiple sauces mixed together, you know, like Thousand Island uh, is, is what mayonnaise and, uh, Russian, Russian dressing. Oh, really? I don't know say that right now, but that okay. sounds good. Uh, I know. Yeah. No, I think Russia's misunderstood and yeah. the sauce is delicious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's the one thing I know about it. They got great sauce. And, uh, if you come on a Saturday through a, a, a Friday, we are happy to give that to you. No. And I think mixing sauces is innovative, to be honest. Like, have you ever been having, you know, some, um, fish and chips and you mix that vinegar with the ketchup? Oh, <laughs> I don't, I actually don't eat, uh, fish. I'm, uh, Oh, after the whole bread bowl thing? I, I can't really get in there. I can't really have that. Um, it's sort of, it's just a little hard for me. Um, that's fair. Yeah. Because it, 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 Reminds you makes of me San think Francisco. Of okay. San Francisco. And if I, if this restaurant's not successful, they'll send me back. And uh, oh. that's, oh, that's what's no. been a little difficult about oh. getting, getting started here. Uh, well, you said you put it all on the line. I mean, did you mortgage your house to start this franchise here at Twin Hills or what? <sighs> Look, um, uh, I had to prove to corporate that I had to, I had to show them that uh, chicken shouldn't be in San Francisco and that it should be in uh, a church. And there, th- I think that there are reasons that became obvious that why they said you shouldn't put a, a Chick-fil-A in a church. Uh, maybe it had something to do with the, when it, you know, there's some negative crossover there. Oh, oh, yeah, they're closed on Sundays. And, um, for me, I, I put it all on the line. I, my, my wife and my kids are, are still in San Francisco calling me constantly begging to leave. 
and oh. I and I say, hold up, hold up, let me get this, let's get our let's let's get the foundation set here. And yes, um, totally. And we're I'm I'm in a studio waiting to figure that out, you know. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, here you are in central Indiana, all alone, living in a studio apartment. How do you pass the time? Are you lonesome? I'm I'm out there. I'm in my my cow costume and I am uh I'm pretty lonely. And <laughs> I gotta be honest, it's I, I'm just trying to tell people, hey, listen, if you want a chicken sandwich, go to that church. I know it's kind of confusing, but uh, you know, I, I like to go, I like to 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 go into town, see if what, what people are watching football games and that kind of thing. To, uh, I'm, I'm more of an SEC football guy in the South, you know, <laughs> and, uh, right. and they give me some flack. They don't like me up here for that. And, um, oh. it's hard to go into a bar and just meet friends is what uh-huh. I've discovered. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I think it's, I think you going through a trial right now, you know, you're living mm-hmm. in a studio apartment away from your family, but oh, I I'm do sorry. think that Can this, I, yeah. Um, just real quick. It's mm-hmm. unfortunately, it is not, a studio apartment would be great. I oh. misread the uh, the ad, and I am in a what appears to be some sort of art studio. They do a lot of pottery. Um, oh. There are uh, sort of a dance studio as well. Uh, oh. So there's a lot of movement going on there. Uh, but they were really great. They let me. There's sort of a corner that is behind one of the shelves that people put their drying clay on. Um, okay. That has a little bunk for me. It's cozy. It's all I need until my family gets done. <laughs> but. Um, uh, yeah, it, they're difficult. weird. It's <laughs> these young people. I don't know. Uh, they're not. I would say that they probably don't go to your church. Is okay. uh, my oh. um, my blink on that? And uh, they there. There's a lot of different types of relationships going on. A lot of times oh. they don't know that I'm laying back there, and they come back there to gossip. You oh, know, okay. they they put in there's like, hey, Sydney, can you come talk by the shelf about this? And then it's like, um, it's stuff about I want to, I'm. I'm cheating on my boyfriend who is in the dance studio side of things with the the pottery teacher. And, uh, it's, it's complicated dynamics at play, uh, with relationships where, you know, I met, I met, um, my wife when she, we were both 15. Uh, we got married at 19, uh, oh, freshman wow. year of college. Awesome. And, awesome. Uh, and it was awesome. And it, I couldn't imagine, a, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly do that differently. Uh, and these kids are out here, you know, I don't even understand the, the terms they're using a lot of, Sure. Uh, inappropriate terms. Uh-huh. Um, oh, like what? Oh, the way kids talk now. It's tough for me because sometimes I'm, I'm, that's a pottery term. And then I listen a little longer and then it's not a pottery term. Like where like they talk about a wheel and I'm like, oh, that thing, I've seen a pottery wheel. And then when they describe it, it's like, uh, I'm, it's a sexual act where one person is holding someone else's ankles and they, it's sort of, have you ever heard of, and I don't know if this is okay to talk about here. Uh, but um, I mean, that, yeah, know, like, 69, 69, the six, uh, 69, uh-huh. It's like oh. that, but they roll. They, oh, so they like, roll. If I, so I'm like standing on my hands, but holding onto your ankles and mm-hmm. you're standing up, holding onto my ankles. And then we roll like a big circle wheel. You roll. And that's what they meant by the wheel. I thought oh. it was about spinning a. Well, do they put mats thing. down? I would imagine it would hurt on Well, your, they got a lot of mats in the dance studio. So they, they are able to, I think it's. I don't understand. I mean, you would think that a pottery slash dance studio wouldn't work, but they're, I'm hearing some noises, you know? Right. It doesn't even seem like a business, uh, like a business plan is possible. And Mac, I mean, how do you remain sexually pure? Because here you are living in a dance and art studio. You're, you're far away from your wife. You're all alone. I know how these dancers dress. And men have needs. In in leotards and tights, you can see everything God gave them. And they're out there jiggling and dancing around erotically in front of you. How do you do it? (laughs) 
look, I, I am in there and I, I, I find it extremely difficult to stay, to listen to God and to stay pure in these moments where, where there's just suddenly just sort of this dance class where there's this also a window by my bed and oh, suddenly no. I'm looking over and there's uh, they call it a twerk shop and it's, uh, oh, they're, yeah. they're learning how to do something called a, a twerk, which is, oh. it's a lot of like, there's a what lot of that? movement. Um, yeah. It's what when, is it to... you know how the lower, the, oh yeah. I, I mean, I yeah, you're... you can't just get up and show us. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Think... So your bottom, your rump. Okay. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. your rump. So it's okay. like, okay. this is, you know, your oh, rump. Right. Okay. And yeah. I think I figured out how to do it pretty well, but okay. you know, it kind of flips back like that. Oh wow, like, you're wow. clapping it! And it's like, Whoa! Wow! Wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! And, uh, wow! I kind of, wow. you know, it's. I think I've, I've pretty much mastered it, but it was watch, watching the way that these these, you know, college age people move. It's it's really impure, and so every time it happens, I have to Facetime my wife and I tell her soon. Soon I'll get you out of here. Soon we'll get our children out here, out of San Francisco, out of that hellhole. And soon we're going to do our very own workshop. Okay. Oh, oh that that's is good. Awesome. I, I love I when mean, a story comes full yeah, circle. Your like reunion that. with your wife is going to be wheel. hot and it is going to be heavy. You know, one thing that really warmed my heart the other day, Mac, is when I saw you, uh, uh, I guess this was on Monday morning, assembling your, your team. Mm-hmm. And just everybody praying together before you started up the fryers, before you, you know, started making the chicken sandwiches and the waffle fries and things like that. What do you look for when it comes to somebody that's coming to work in this new Chick-fil-A in Twin Hills? And, um, and how do you lead strongly like a, like a Christian leader in, these, in, in this way? Because I just think it's so important that you, you're just carrying the banner for Christ mm-hmm. with, with these younger people. Yeah. Well, it was honestly, you've, you've built such a great place that it's it's not hard you throw a stick and you can you can hit a a perfect candidate for for uh for chick-fil-a we i'll I'll go through them you got you got a number of qualities that we're looking for close to god number one okay yes awesome close to god reading and writing number two. awesome yep yep yep. so that's two that yeah that's probably good because we have like our little christian workshop or sorry workbook that we use and we 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 dedicate a little time to writing about truett kathy you know the founder of uh chick-fil-a he he started it in his little i think it's called the dwarf uh dwarf shop uh something uh something that's real so we have to think about getting the headspace of someone who wanted to share and and that's a lot of essay writing um so reading and writing, huge component. Agility. Oh, uh, agility yeah. is number three. Because you're standing, there's a, a constant wave of people, a constant wave of people coming in. You have to restock those sauces. You got to restock the cups. You got to make sure that the sweet tea is the perfect sweet. Uh, you got to make sure the lemonade has the perfect amount of lemons. Um, right. Oh, I love that lemonade. Important, important. Because you never stop moving except for, you know, uh, when there's not that many people there. Number five, bright smile. Bright. Okay. What was number four? You have to. Hmm? Uh, oh, there's no. Is there no number, number four? four? Accounting. Oh, okay. It, people who are good with numbers. People who are good with keeping their register straight. I was kind of a master of that, and that's <laughs> nothing gets by me. Um, so even the great. register is straight. I like that. I that like that in a godly mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. that even the register is straight. And you can tell Absolutely. numbers don't get by you because yeah, I mean, even though you skip number four, I can tell you that you really. Oh, did I skip it? Oh, I thought, yeah, I think you maybe went from uh, three to five, but I can tell that oh. you, you definitely have a, a mind for numbers, which is great. And ironic that four was accounting. Four is accounting. You know, I think that was, uh, <laughs> look, I, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sleeping that much. Yeah, uh, I can tell. These yeah. days, uh, there's a lot of clay. F- the, the, the kiln is pretty close to me and it is, they have to fire them overnight. Oh, and, uh, no. 
and and it is about 96 degrees oh, when I yeah. try to go to bed. I can't sleep. Yeah. I was, I was wondering if the burn on your face was from, and I, I hope to bring up a subject if this is, because no, it right. does look a little painful, but I, so I thought that might've been from maybe chicken fryer, but you're saying maybe that's, that's from uh, just sleeping next to a, a oh, hot kiln. I looked in there. Yeah. I looked, there's a little hole where you can see the fire and it looked like someone had put, and this is taboo for this. I am so sorry. Uh, what looked like an upside down cross in there. Oh no. And I reached in and had oh. to, you know, I put on a glove. My hand's okay, but I burned my face. I realized later they, that it's just a cross that was upside down in the kiln. Uh, and oh. that was just the way they were firing it. But I saw it and I saw it as, as it felt like a fever dream where I had to get it out of there. And I flipped it and uh, right here, yeah, uh, burned my face real bad on the kiln. Okay. Number what? seven. Number seven on the list of qualities we look for in a in a Chick-fil-A employee. Athletic build. Yes. These are, we, we get a lot of um, athletic, but not too athletic because those guys are going to be on the team. So we get a lot of sports managers. We okay. got a lot of uh, team manager types who are, you know, the people who are already good at filling up water bottles and things like that. I think that plays a huge part in here. And how does athletic differ from agility? Agility, I would consider, um, you can have an agile mind. You can have oh, an okay. agile spirit. I think of it more metaphorically. Athletic, you need to have good cardio. You need to be able to run a mile in yeah. under seven and a half minutes. Oh, that's say. great. I'd be able to do uh, that. Number 15. Um, oh, you have on, to... Uh, wait, which wait, one? Was, I think we're at eight or I nine. Think we're at, yeah, I think we're at eight. Uh, maybe we skip nine, eight? But yeah, I think you just skip from seven to 15. Um, Sorry. But maybe that's the Chick-fil-A way. Um, okay. Um, not, uh, number eight is... I, I think I... I think I said it, but maybe the mic cut off. Number eight is no vegetarians. Oh, sure, that's a good one. Yeah. If you're selling it, you know, it's like don't don't trust a skinny cook, as they say. That's right. <laughs> don't that's hilarious. That. I've never that's heard so that. I know. I wanted it on a shirt, but it already existed, is what they were saying. Well, we got to get you that shirt. Well, I mean, vegetarians are maybe the number one problem in the youth group right now. That in you know, uh, just people saying they're uh, non-binary. But I think that um, mm -hmm. you know, just that idea of hey, we shouldn't eat meat. I think is crazy because God basically put the meat here for us to eat, Isn't and that right? you know, and like why would he eat it? Still within there? them, right. that meat wants to be eaten. It wants to be eaten. And yeah. uh, for you to choose to avoid them, to to almost, I don't know, excommunicate them from your life, that is, what are we even doing? And, you know, you're not, that's that's as far away from God as you can get. Okay, great. Uh, okay, that, that makes sense. Athletic rather than agile, I, I see. Yeah. And then uh, what are the, uh, are there any are more? Are there any more? Oh, uh, I guess the rest of them, just to put it real fast, would be uh, 13 through 20s, loyal, helpful, kind, thrifty, brave, clean, trustworthy, friendly, courteous, cheerful, uh, reverent, and obedient. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's great. So what a nice list. Thrift. I like clean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want my fast food from a clean, reverent person. Oh, no totally. No question. Absolutely. No question. Absolutely. Now, Mac, you know, I've had a lot of jobs. You know, I worked over at Dick's Sports and, you know, really? things as I was coming up. Yeah. And an Orange Julius when I was younger. Mm. And one thing I've noticed is everybody always hates the boss. You know, what's it like <laughs> to be a manager? And, you know, does everybody hate you? Listen, sometimes it's it's tough love at the top. Okay. And you got to make sure that everybody is doing their job. You got to make sure that they're smiling. You got to make sure that they're saying uh, my pleasure instead uh -huh. of uh, no problem or well, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. You got to make sure the smiles are there. You got to make sure everything's stuck. And you know, that's, that can create friction. Uh -huh. mm. Nobody likes to be told what to do. Nobody likes that. And uh, I've gotten the reputation to be hard, butt, and uh, uh I'm in there and I'm telling them what to do. Sometimes they'll be already doing it and I'll be like, you should be smiling a little harder. 
you should, uh, you know, you, you say my pleasure, you need to mean it. You have to feel the pleasure when you say my pleasure. And I did notice that most of the employees are women. Do they like it when you tell them to smile more? Sometimes they've ended in altercations. And oh, so no. oh. have you ever had to fire anybody? I have. I have. Oh, well, uh, when we first set up shop in San Francisco, that was the first person I ever had to fire. Oh, really? Uh, uh, we got in there. We we you know moved the fishmongers out of our spot, and there's a few of the guys hanging out, clearly distraught over losing their job. And I was like, "Hey, come work for me. You okay. know, teach awesome. a man to fish. You know, yeah. Uh, or eat, you know, in make chicken not and, fish. Uh, it's a chicken instead of fish. But yeah. Chicken instead of fish, of course. And uh, got got them in there. Got them trained. Got them watching all the videos about Truett Kathy. And then they come in there, uh, and he's like. I think I left, you know, this was actually my father's stall. And this is, you know, he was giving me some sad story about what what's going on with his dad or whatever. And I was like, there's one dad here and it's me. That's the first time I took a whole bread bowl full of fish in the face. And, oh, uh, no. And I had to let him go. I had to let him go right then and there. Um, and I think he was gay. I don't know. Mac O'Brien was played by Zach Oyama. Check out his hilarious work on Dropout TV and follow him at Zach Oyama. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>